What up and welcome to the Quit The Shit Podcast, an extension of the Quit The Shit Lifestyle and Mindset blog. I'm your host, Hana, and I have a passion for helping people realize their full potential so that they can stop the self-sabotaging and quit the shit so that they can start living their dream life. So without further ado, grab yourself a bottle of water, a mug of hot coffee, or even a big ass glass of Pinot Gris, and let's get started. Yo, welcome back to the Quit This Shit podcast, everybody. I am going to give you a little warning because I have tried to record this episode a couple times now, and every time I start, I catch something in my peripheral vision crawling across my desk. We have ants, okay? There's ants freaking everywhere. I don't know where they're coming from. So if you hear a little scream, I probably just saw another ant. It's probably on me. Just give me a moment to get my shit together because I don't know where all of these freaking ants are coming from. We did the whole like spray down the exterior of the house thing, but I think it's an internal problem. So exterminator on speed dial because this shit is gross and freaking me out. Anyways, today's episode, we're going to be talking about that money, honey, and how you can manifest money. Because I think a lot of us, like when we get really confident in our ability to be able to manifest intentionally, when we finally figure it out, we are master manifestors with absolutely everything except for money. So this episode is focused solely on how you can start to call in money. And If you haven't looked at money as a spiritual thing yet, this is why it's not showing up in your life the way that you actually want it to. Because not a lot of people think of money as a spiritual thing, but it totes is. Before I get into the meat and potatoes of this particular episode, I do want to kind of give myself a little shameless plug and tell you guys that my morning routine bundle is still only on for $33.00. It's not going to last very long. So if you haven't copped that yet, I highly recommend that you do. I literally attribute like at least 80% of my success during the day to my morning routine. It just sets me up in like the most perfect way to be able to manifest everything that I actually want throughout the day. And then I'm just able to like go into every single situation that comes up during the day with a much better mindset. I'm much more proactive versus reactive. Um, my stress level has gone down like significantly just by taking that extra time in the morning to kind of get my shit together. So if you want to learn how to do that, head to the link in my bio on my Instagram page. I will also put the link here in the show notes for you guys to be able to purchase that bundle. And in that bundle, you get a cute little workbook with a bunch of journal prompts for you to figure out how to create your perfect morning routine. You also get two recorded lessons, um, taught by yours truly, obviously. And you also get a cheeky little meditation for you to listen to in the morning during your routine also recorded by yours truly. So you get to hear me talk in a really slow, calming, relaxing voice (laughs) for, I think it's about like five minutes. The meditation is really not that long. And this is really, really great for those of you who are completely brand new to one, a morning routine and two meditation. So if you haven't copied it yet, what are you doing? Check out the link in the show notes or check out the link on my Instagram page. If you do follow me on Instagram, 
and I'll put my handle in the show notes and everything like that as well. Okay, now that I have done that, now that I've gassed myself up a little bit, a little bit of self-promo, let's get into today's episode. Let's talk about the money. And a lot of us put money on a pedestal and this is why it's so difficult for us to manifest it because everything else we think of is like super easy and manifest once we get a really great handle on it and once we understand the difference between manifesting subconsciously versus consciously and manifestation is happening all the time but the difference is really in whether we're doing it intentionally or unintentionally so that flat tire that you got the other day you manifested that shit whether or not you wanted it you manifested it because we manifest whatever we focus on right um and if you don't look at money as a spiritual thing then it's not going to show up in your life the way that you want it to because really money is just energy just like everything else in the universe money is energy why would it be any different we're just energy in human form. So money is just a different form of energy. And what we put behind money, like the energy that we put behind a certain amount of money is really what makes the difference, what determines whether or not we see it as something of value. So for example, if you are somebody that really wants to call in money and you walk outside and you see a nickel or a dime on the ground, are you going to pick up the nickel or the dime? If you say no, then you failed my test. (laughs) You failed the test from the universe, actually, because money is money is money. So whenever I see like a nickel or a dime or anything on the ground, I get amped, okay? It's almost like embarrassing for the person that's with me. I was actually with a friend of mine about, I think it was like last week or something like that. And we're just walking into this restaurant and she like took something out of her purse and some change fell out onto the ground. And she just like looked at it and walked away. And I was like, no, don't you dare. And I went and I picked up her nickel and her dime. And I was like, don't be doing that with your money. (laughs) But seriously, money is money is money. So how the hell do you expect more money to show up if the universe tests you with something that you consider to be little or small, like a dime or a nickel? And you're like, nah, bro, I don't want that. Like, you're turning down money. So you're literally contradicting what you're trying to manifest. And your money mindset has way less to do with actual money. And it actually has way more to do with your beliefs and feelings around money. So your truth with money is totally subjective. We all have different beliefs about how money can come into our lives, what having a lot of money means. Um, But that essentially creates your money story. And your money story is basically a combination of your dominant thoughts and beliefs about money. Those dominant thoughts and beliefs create your story and your money story dictates how you behave with and around money. It literally determines what your relationship is like with money and how it comes into your life and whether or not it actually sticks in your life. Um, So your money story is just a combination of these thoughts and beliefs and we can actually, okay, so before I get ahead of myself, I want to touch on one belief here that I think a lot of people, me included, have slash had. Um, And that's the belief that you earn money instead of creating money. If you say earn money, it's like, okay, well, how can I earn this money? If you're trying to manifest some money and you're like, hey, how the hell am I going to earn it? First of all, your first mistake is you're worrying about the how. You should never, ever worry about the how because that creates resistance. And if you don't look at it as creating, you're looking at it as earning, which means that you are considering that you have to trade your time for that money or you have to trade your energy for that money. 
And that creates resistance as well. When we flip our perspective and we're like, how can I create money today? Like, how can I just draw all the money into myself today. If we stop looking at it as something where we have to put in work in order to get money, money is going to flow to you in ways that are completely unexpected. And this is actually one of my affirmations to myself that money always flows to me in expected and unexpected, sorry, expected and unexpected ways. Um, So something that I want you guys to think about, and I actually did a money masterclass on this about a week ago. So I'm going to give you guys a couple of journal prompts. If you have a notebook or anything, or you just want to jot these down in your phone, feel completely free to do that. Work on them during your morning routine or whenever you get a chance. But the first prompt that I want you guys to write down and consider is what do you believe to be true about money right now? So maybe you believe that, like I just said, you need to earn money. You might need to trade time for money. There needs to be some sort of like energy expenditure or whatever. You might believe that only a certain type of person can have a lot of money. A very great example of this is, um, or actually, no, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I have a really great example for this next belief, which is that rich people or people who have a lot of wealth are shitty people. So remember that fire festival documentary that came out a couple months ago? Like, okay, yeah, it was a total freaking disaster. And I actually feel really, really bad for everyone that purchased a ticket and ended up in that scenario. However, not everyone felt the same way that I did. And a lot of the comments that I saw online were things like, yeah, serves the like rich ass people right and I was like wait what (laughs) what like regardless of whether or not the person that bought the ticket was wealthy that's still a shitty situation to end up in but because that person that bought the ticket had a lot of money or is considered wealthy or rich we're really quick to be like oh well fuck them they deserve that they deserve the shitty end of the stick because they have money so Here is my point. Why the hell do you want money then if you think that money is going to make you a shit person? By the way, the universe doesn't care what kind of person you are. It literally does not give a shit what kind of person you are. You could be, you know, considered a saint. You could be like, you know, holier than thou. Or you could be considered like a really shitty ass person who takes advantage of people and all that really crap stuff universe doesn't give a shit because it doesn't matter what kind of person you are. All that matters is that you have matched that vibration of the money that you're trying to pull in. And this is what these people understand, you guys. The people that you consider to be like high profile and wealthy and rich, it doesn't matter what the fuck they're doing as long as they are on that vibrational level. As long as they are a direct energetic match for the money that they want to call in, they're going to get that money. So the next prompt that I want you to think about when you're going through what your money beliefs are is how have those beliefs created your money story? Like how have those beliefs contributed to the way that money is showing up in your life for you right now? Are you in a lot of debt? Are you really financially stable? Do you kind of wish that your financial situation was a little bit better, but it's not horrible? Like what is your current money story? And really pay attention to the beliefs that you have around money that have contributed to that and that have created that story for you. Um, For example, like one of my money, my money story essentially 
I don't know. Growing up in my household, like my parents did fight about money quite a bit. And I had family friends that, or we had family friends that had a ton of money and, you know, it looked like they had it all and then they lost it all. And it was really, really painful for them, obviously. And it was really painful for us to watch and see them go through. So for me, when I was very, very young, I created this money story that money equals pain, right? Like having money equals pain because money is always going to leave. I rarely ever believed that money was going to come to me easily, but I always believed that money was going to leave me really easily. And this did not serve me because here I ended up like, you know, X amount of years later with a money story that was less than ideal. And instead of placing the blame on everybody else, I started to do the mindset work and realize like, holy shit, this is all my fault. So what is your current money story right now? And how does that relate to the beliefs that you have around money? How have those beliefs contributed to what your current money story is? And then the next prompt that I want you guys to think about is who or what contributed to your money story? Like who created those beliefs for you? So my example is my parents, um, the family friends that we saw go through a really hard time. Um, Maybe you had a teacher growing up that made a comment about money or something, or you've heard people like talking about how expensive things are and how the economy is crap and how it's so difficult to find a job. Like what or who has contributed to these beliefs that have created your money story? Um, really, really think about that. Like, and it doesn't necessarily have to be something from your childhood. A lot of our beliefs or subconscious beliefs come from our childhood because we're essentially like a walking subconscious mind until we're about seven years old. So, you know, more than likely your beliefs are going to come from that period of time. However, it could be something that happened last week. It could be something that happened yesterday that contributed to your money story or your money beliefs. So really think about that. And these three journal prompts are super effective in getting you guys to understand where you're at right now with your money mindset so you know how much work you're going to have to put in. And that is the key to keeping the money flow consistent, you guys, is continuing to do the mindset work around money. It's like with anything that we start, any new task or anything like that, if you don't practice it, if you don't continue to keep up with it, you're going to lose it. I played piano for 12 years when I was a kid stopped going to piano stopped practicing it don't remember a goddamn thing I literally do not remember how to play piano at all and that probably breaks my mom's heart because she really wanted me to continue with piano but I don't remember it I don't know anything now and it's like exactly the same thing with keeping the money flow consistent when you get your money mindset right and you start to see the money coming in that's not a sign for you guys to stop doing the mindset work That is your cue to keep going. Keep up leveling that money mindset because if you stop, you're going to go back to where you initially started or you might even revert back to a worse place or whatever. Um, If you continue to do it, you will end up at that like, you know, billion dollar annual income that you want. I promise. You just got to get your money mindset in check. Okay. So. We behave based on our money story because we know that our dominant thoughts and dominant beliefs create our dominant money story. And then we behave based on that money story. So if we are going to start behaving in a different way, if we're going to start acting like the version of ourself that does have a billion dollars annually, that is worth a billion dollars, that is the Kylie Jenner (laughs) of your life. Um, what you want to do is just rewrite your money story. And you can do that by shifting into your next level self, the version of you that already has 
everything that they want that has the annual income that you want that has all the money that you desire so what does he or she believe to be true about money think about the highest version of yourself what do they believe to be true about money what is their relationship with money like how do they treat their money Think about your wallet for a second, guys, or your purse or whatever you keep your money in. What does it look like right now? Is it full of like crumpled up receipts? Is there some like gum stuck to the bottom of your purse? Is there like, I don't know, like are your bills, if you keep any cash on you, are they like all facing opposite ways and like they're not organized properly? Like what does your money look like in your wallet right now? What would the wallet of your highest self look like? Would it be like completely messy and like uh, look like a fucking bomb went off in there? Probably not. It's probably super organized. They probably don't carry any cash on them, to be honest with you. But honestly, I like to keep cash in my wallet just because I like the visual of opening up my wallet and seeing that there's cash in there. Um, But really think about, sorry, I have like a notebook here, so I'm just flipping the page, but really, really think about what the next level version of yourself believes to be true about money and how they treat their money and what their relationship is like with it. Do they believe that money comes to them effortlessly and easily? Do they believe that they don't have to trade time for money, but instead they can actually just sit there and they're a money magnet? Like you can believe that you guys, it's not silly. It's not out there. This is what people who understand money mindset believe. They know that they're a magnet for money. They know that as soon as they ask the universe for that and they become a vibrational match for that money, it's going to come to them. And you become a vibrational match for that money by deciding to step into your next level self and start believing the things that they will believe about money. That's how you become a vibrational match. So... Like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, having money is completely spiritual. Um, What we really need to focus on is getting our subconscious mind to connect to the vibration of money. And we can do this through meditation. I do a lot of like meditating on my money mindset when I do meditate in the mornings. Um, A lot of it is really choosing to step into my next level self. And I know that even if I'm not solely focusing on money, like in that meditation or whatever, as long as I am consciously making the decision to step into my next level self, the money is just like an added bonus to that. It's going to flow in now that I have matched the vibrational level of my next level self because that version of me is on that vibrational level of the money that I want to call in. See what I mean? So um, money is just an amplifier to what you already have, by the way. Like what you do with your money is what makes a difference. So like I was saying before, the universe doesn't give a shit if you're a good person or a bad person, which also, by the way, is totally subjective because what you believe makes somebody good, the next person might not believe that. So just a little side tangent, but what you do with your money is really what makes a difference. So maybe, um, you know, give your money a purpose because we can only control the what and the why of why we want to manifest something. We can't control the how. We can't control the when. That would be great. I agree. That would be ideal, but we can't do that. So why do you want to manifest a certain amount of money? Say you want to manifest $1,000, okay? 
what do you want to use that thousand dollars for? Is that just like a feel good thing? Are you going to put all of it directly into your savings? Are you going to put half in your savings and then spend the the next five hundred dollars on groceries or something like give that money a purpose when you're trying to call it in? Because then the universe is like, okay, she's like serious as fuck about this. And this is her game plan. And when you give it a purpose, it really lights a fire under the universe's ass to deliver it to you because it knows that you're serious about it like you've already got it figured out what you're doing with that money and you're like okay man come on like deliver and it's like okay just chill for a second there is a little bit of a time delay whenever we're manifesting we know that um it's no different with money so why do you want to attract the money what purpose is it going to serve and i also want you guys to think about do you believe that you having a lot of money is taking away from somebody else. I know that my notes are like kind of all over the place because my brain is kind of all over the place, but um, you aren't taking from somebody else by having a lot of money. Okay. That's just bullshit. It's like with air, like, okay, I'm going to take in a really deep breath right now. <sighs> Did I just take air from anybody else? Anybody? Anyone? No, I didn't. It's the same thing with money. When you match the vibration of the money that you want to pull in and you actually manifest that money, you're doing your due diligence to the world, honestly, I believe, because you're showing people that it's possible. You're showing people that there is more than enough to go around. If you believe that you're taking from somebody else by taking that money, you have a lack mindset. You're focusing on lack. And what is the universe going to bring you? More lack accept the money. Like if you were walking down a street and a, and a homeless person came up to you or somebody, they don't have to be homeless. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, if someone came up to you with like a briefcase full of money and they were like, take this. And it was full of like 10 grand or something. Would you take the money? I have asked a couple of my friends this question and one of them said, no, one of them said, Actually, it was me that said um, that I would ask what the catch is because that was my first reaction. I was like, I would totally be like, okay, but what's the catch? And then I had another friend that was like, no, I'd fucking take it. Like, I wouldn't ask any questions. We should all aspire to be like the friend of mine that said they would just take it and not ask any questions. Because if you don't take it, if you're like, no, no, don't want it because you might think that like something bad's attached to it or something like that then you have this lack mindset where you believe that it's not yours. You don't deserve it. Um, if you were the person that looked at that and said, okay, I'll take it, but like, what's the catch? Then you don't believe that money flows to you. You don't believe that you're worthy of holding on to this money or having this money. And then if you're like my friend that said, yeah, I'd take it, you are on the right path, my friend. <laughs> so... Um, and I think a lot of us have like kind of gotten comfortable with the fact that, oh, okay, like I have what I need and that's what matters. And it's like, yeah, that's great. It's really great that you have what you need, but we are allowed to want more. Okay. We are allowed to want more than what we currently have. My coach actually, oh my God, I'm going to try my best to like remember the quote or something, but it was something about like, okay, you have to be like really fucking honest with yourself and be like, how unhappy am I with what I have right now? Because we're told all the time to like be grateful and be positive and be in the now and like appreciate what you have. And you can do that while still wanting more for yourself. When you want more for yourself, it means that you want to grow. You want to expand and the universe wants you to expand. Like 
we procreate, right? We're expanding the universe when we procreate. That is the objective of all life is to expand. Whatever way that looks like to you, I look at it as the universe wants me to expand by bringing me all of this money so that I can impact more people positively, give more money to my favorite charities, help more people out, you know, set up scholarships for people. Like I have all of these goals for my money that I'm calling in. That's why it's so important to give your money a purpose. And that is why it's so important for you to understand that it's okay for you to want more. It's what you do with your money that makes the difference. And if you want more in like a greedy way, that's not cool, okay? If you want it all for yourself and you're like, no, this is mine and I'm gonna let it sit in my bank account and I'm gonna go to the grave with all this money because no one else can have it because it's mine. That's not legit. (laughs) You should be wanting more for yourself so that you can give more to others. Because the more you give, the more you receive. Like the more positivity that you give out to people, the more positivity you're going to receive back. The more money that you give, the more money you're going to receive back. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and take your entire paycheck and give it to a charity and then be like, hey, universe, like tick fucking talk. Give me my money. I'm telling you just, okay, if you want to really like start getting into the um, the groove of giving, <laughs> what I want you to do is try out the 10-10-10 rule. So one of the manifestation gurus that I listen to, Catherine Zinkina, she talks about this 10-10-10 rule. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to get this right. So bear with me. But I think she gives 10% of like any money that she calls in, she gives 10% to a charity or like, you know, a homeless person. She gives, she gives 10% to help somebody else. She saves 10%. And then she invests another 10% in herself. You can look at that investment in yourself as like going to get your nails done, or maybe you take that money and you invest it in a course, or maybe she takes that money and, you know, buys like some bougie ass coffee for herself one day because it just makes her feel super up-leveled. So you can look at that whatever way you want. But the more that, like, the more that we give, the more that we receive. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction, right? It's a law of attraction, you guys. Whatever we focus on, whatever energy we're putting out there is what we receive back, okay? Um, let me just get my notes here. Oh yeah, something else that I want you guys to do is start to, when you're rewriting your money story, normalize wealth. Because like I just mentioned, a lot of us find it very um, common for us to be like, yeah, I have exactly what I need. But what's common isn't necessarily normal. Like what I want you guys to start normalizing is being wealthy. And listen, having millions of dollars and then laying in bed all day is not wealth. Um, Wealth encompasses all areas of your life. So wealthy with your health, like, you know, if you're in really good health, that's wealth. If you're taking the time every day to work on yourself, you have a morning routine, you meditate, that's wealth. Spending time with your loved ones and being able to show up for them and experience life with them and create memories, that is wealth. It's not just financial, okay? But I want you guys to normalize wealth in your life. So surround yourself with wealth to normalize it. Like how do wealthy people act and think? Really think about that. Um, If you are, what is the quote? It's like, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And 
when I was first around or like put myself in the environment of who I consider to be very wealthy people, of course, I felt out of place at the time. Like, um, these people, I would look at them and be like, hey, well, what the hell are they doing? Like, and now I know it's not important what they're doing. It's just a matter of them being a vibrational match for their money. But normalize wealth. Like, start going to like a bougie or coffee shop, maybe. Like, start going to Starbucks instead of Tim Hortons, okay? Even if you don't really like the coffee, just like get a tea. <laughs> I don't know, but just start to normalize wealth. Like maybe you start buying organic food instead of, um, you know, going to Walmart and getting your produce. And maybe you start by signing up for a gym that has like more amenities than the one that you're currently going to. Maybe it's a little more pricey, but you're stepping into that next level of yourself, right? So start to normalize wealth and really think about how do wealthy people think and act. And if you don't know, start surrounding yourself with them. And I don't necessarily mean like go out into the world and be like, hey, yo, where are all the wealthy people at? Like, come hang. I mean, like go on YouTube and like search up a video about money mindset or like the wealthiest man in the world and like see if there's like a, a webinar or an article or something like where they're picking his or her brain and figuring out like, okay, what is their daily routine? Like I guarantee you though, wealthy people have a morning routine. So shameless plug, pick up my morning routine bundle that I currently have for sale. Um, I'm just referring to my notes here, you guys. I really tried to keep this super organized, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Um, oh, something else that I really want to talk to you about is talking about debt. I really, really want to touch on this in this episode because a lot of people are like, okay, I'm doing the mindset work, right? Like I'm visualizing checks coming in the mail. Like people actually do this and it, it works, you guys, especially like I, when I watched the secret movie for the first time, one of the speakers said that he does this. Like he literally just visualizes checks coming in the mail and just like lets the thought go after he thought about it for a second. He doesn't obsess over it. And sure enough, checks come in the mail like hotcakes. Anyways, when you are trying to get rid of a debt, you are still focusing on debt. Okay. You could be doing all the right things, but you are still focusing on debt. Even if you're saying, okay, I am debt free. You're focusing on debt. I don't even like to say the word debt. I like to say leveraged money. Leverage just means borrowed money. So think of your credit card. If you have a, a, a credit card that's like maxed out or something, instead of looking at that credit card and having this feeling of dread come over you because honey, don't I know it. Um, instead of looking at that with a feeling of dread, you can look at that as money that the bank loaned you because that technically is what it is. It's just in a form of credit. It's just in a different form of energy. The bank gave you that money so you could experience all the things, do all the things, buy all the things, and now you've experienced and done and have all the things. And now this is a representation, a monetary representation of everything that you got to experience because the bank gave you this money. It loaned you this money. You borrowed this money. This Your credit, you borrowed 
from the bank and you've been able to experience and have and do all of these things. So when you have this big mountain of borrowed money in front of you, instead of looking at it with dread, you can look at it as, wow, I am so grateful that I had all of this money to be able to experience X, Y, and Z or do X, Y, and Z or buy X, Y, and Z. And then you can actually get excited to start paying it back. Get excited to pay your bills, you guys, because you can look at paying your bills as a form of saying thank you. So when you have to pay on your credit card, that is you saying thank you so much for loaning me this money and now I can't wait to pay you back. Me paying you back is my form of saying thank you. If you're one of those people that hates, hates to owe anyone anything, you will have a really easy time stepping into this. This is just like a total perspective shift, you guys. I do this all the time now. Like I actually get really, really excited to pay my bills. As soon as I have the money to be able to put towards a bill, I put it towards that bill because that is my way of saying thank you. When I send my money to my landlord every single month, I put in the little message, thank you so much because without them, I wouldn't have shelter, right? So me paying my rent is a way of saying thank you for allowing me to live here. Me paying the utility company is a way of saying thank you for the electricity, the hot water on demand, the ability to be able to cook in my own home. Um, When I pay my phone bill, it's like thank you so much for me being able to communicate with my loved ones and be on social media and engage with people and see what's going on in the world. When I pay my insurance, I'm like Thank you very much for being there behind the scenes in case anything ever, God forbid, happens, right? You can start to look at your bills as ways to say thank you. When you're saying thank you, you're being grateful, right? The more gratitude that you put out into the world, the more that you call back in. Like I just mentioned, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So what you put out is what you receive. So start saying thank you when you pay your bills. And that's a really great way to call in more of the money needed to be able to pay your bills. So stop looking at, stop focusing on debt, you guys. Like stop seeing debt. Start saying borrowed or leveraged money, okay? Look at it from a different perspective. Look at it from a perspective that is really gonna help you attract more money into your life. And something else that I want to clarify is that being woo, so like, For example, I have a couple of crystals here in front of me that are known for being really good for calling in money. So my citrine, for example, I've got a jade stone here. I've got a pyrite. They're all known for being able to call in money. Doesn't mean that it's going to call in money for me. It doesn't mean that it's guaranteed. But the woo things can really put you in that high vibe and can put you on that vibration of the money that you're trying to call in, okay? You're not gonna like look at your crystal and be like, yo, I want 20K tomorrow, thanks, catch you later. No, it's not how it works. That would be lovely. I wish that were the case, but using these, like I meditate with my crystals that are known for money and I meditate with them when I'm like trying to call in money And I just know and I trust that they're putting me on the right vibrational level to be able to call in the money that I want, okay? So yeah, feel free to get woo with your money manifestation routine by all means. But just know that the crystal isn't going to do the work for you, okay? It's going to help you. It's going to help put you on the right vibrational level, but it's not going to do the dirty work for you. You've got to do that shit, okay? And now my number one tip for manifesting money is to just surrender 
And I understand that that can be really, really difficult to do when you've got a bill looming over your head and you're like, crap, I don't know how I'm going to manifest the money to be able to pay for this. You don't need to worry about the house, sis. You need to let that shit go, okay? You need to just visualize that you already have the money because think about it. If you already had the money, would you be thinking about it? Would you be obsessing over it? Of course not because you already have it, right? So it's like with anything else that we're trying to manifest, we literally, all we need to do is like think about it and focus on it for a second and then just let the feeling go. Like forget about it. Forget about it. You don't have to worry now. You've done your part. Your action was getting your mindset in the right place, maybe doing a little bit of meditation, maybe, you know, sitting down and having a money date, which I'll get to in a second what that exactly is, but you've done the dirty work. You've asked the universe for what you want. You've be- you believe that it's yours, right? You tap into those feelings of already having it and to be able to receive it, you need to let go, okay? The easiest way for you to be able to let go is tell yourself why you don't need it. And I understand that's going to be hard. Like I said, if you have a bill looming over your head and you need to be able to pay for it, but literally tell yourself, why don't I need this money? Why am I going to be fine without it? Like, why don't I need it? That could be with anything you're trying to manifest, by the way. It doesn't necessarily have to be money. Tell yourself why you don't actually need it because you will then be able to detach from that desire. Once you detach is when the universe is like, okay, she is so sure that this is already hers that she isn't thinking about it anymore, right? And so the universe will deliver. Manifestation is kind of like a paradox, you guys. I understand that we say that we need to think about what we want and it'll show up in our lives, but we can't obsess over it. There's that line between just, you know, tapping into the feelings and thinking about your desire for a second, knowing it's yours and letting it go and constantly thinking about it. I mean, like, I need this thing. If you're saying, I need this, you are saying that you don't have it. You'll continue to not have it. You'll continue to lack it. All right. And I just mentioned money dates. I want to tell you guys what that is. So I started doing this a couple months ago and it has truly changed my life. What I've started doing is creating an Excel sheet every single month with my spending plan. I don't call it a budget hate that word. I call it a spending plan. This is what I want to spend this month. By me sitting down doing this money date, having a date with my money, my finances, I'm telling the universe, hey, I'm planning for next month, right? For all the money that you're going to bring me. So this is my money's purpose for the next month. And I'm just letting you know, like now it's your turn to do the work. So I'll sit down, I might be at a coffee shop, I might be here at home in my office, but I sit down, I create an Excel sheet with my spending plan for that month. So what I'm going to spend on rent, what I'm going to spend on utilities, what I'm going to spend on insurance, my phone bill, um, anything else, my, you know, any uh, credit cards that I want to put a payment on, I'm going to put that in my spending plan. And then I add in things that are really fun. So like maybe one month in my spending plan, I add in that I want to buy a new handbag. So I budget like four or $500 for that. Maybe, oh, I said the word budget. Frig, no. I put that on my spending plan because now I've made the intention to spend that money next month, right? 
Um, maybe I put an amount on there that I want to pay off on my credit card. And I don't know how I'm going to call in that amount of money, but it doesn't matter how I call it in. All that matters is that I've accounted for it. I've given that money a purpose. And now the universe knows to deliver that shit to me. You can even create what's called a money shrine. My coach has one of these and I have one right next to me as well that I have some crystals on. So my money shrine is really simple. It's nothing crazy. I don't sit there and like, you know, say all these incantations and sacrifice goats and shit to call in money. It's literally just like a little mini shrine to call in money for the money to the money gods. And basically I've just got like a couple bills here, like a couple $5 bills. And I've got my money manifestation crystals on top of it. So my jade, my pyrite, my citrine. And yeah, I just, I look at it every morning and something else that I do every single day is I check my bank account and I, those memes that are like me checking my bank account after a weekend. It's like, I don't know, someone like grimacing or just being like, oh shit. Um, I don't feel like that when I check my bank account anymore. I actually get like mad excited because I've, it's kind of, I don't know, I've created it as like a game for me. Like every time I open my bank account now, I tell myself there's always more money in my bank account than I think there is. There's always more money in my bank account than I imagine. And this has proven to be true multiple times. Multiple times I've opened my bank account in the morning and been like, holy shit, where did that money come from? Like, where the hell did that money come from? And it's just incredible, you guys. Just like, you can call it coincidence. You can call it a miracle magic, whatever, but it is purely manifestation and it's all due to me doing the mindset work and getting my shit together and getting my mindset in check. So um, if you want a couple of money affirmations, I'm going to give you a couple right now to write down so you can start to call in some money. And I actually have these posted like on little sticky notes on my mirrors around the house. I have them like on the wall just above my laptop here. So for example, I have I am wealthy and abundant in all areas of my life. I'm a magnet for money. Money flows to me effortlessly and easily. I deserve success and abundance. I am always making money. Um, And then another couple that I have on my phone that just like randomly pop up for me throughout the day is that people love to pay me and give me money. Um, I deserve to be highly paid for my work and money flows into my life effortlessly and easily and quickly. So I see these out loud to myself in the car. Sometimes I say them out loud to myself in the shower. Like I said, I've got an app on my phone that basically like gives me an affirmation. I've scheduled it throughout the day to show me these money affirmations that they pop up like a notification on my phone and just remind me like, Hey, you are a money making fucking machine. And I'm like, yes. I also printed off my bank account statement or just like kind of like a screenshot of my bank account. I did this, I think in January and I whited out the actual amounts that were in there and I wrote in my new amounts that I want. So the new amounts for both my credit cards are zero because I want all my borrowed money to be paid back. And then I have a certain amount that I want in my savings account and a certain amount that I want in my checkings account, my spending account. So you can do that as well. That's a really great visualization for me when I get up in the morning and I like first place I go when I get up in the morning is my office, right? So I see that first thing in the morning and I start to get really amped and I'm like, yes, I'm so close. I'm so, so close to that. Um, And you could actually just go from, instead of saying you're so close, you can jump to 
I have that right now and really tap into the feelings of having that amount of money in your bank account right now. Like you can even journal about this. Like, okay, say you open up your bank account and there's like 50 grand in there. What's your next step? What are you going to do? Are you going to call somebody? Are you going to run to the mall? Are you going to pay off a certain, you know, bill or what, like, what are you going to do? Journal about that and really tap into the feelings of that next step. This is a really effective way for you to be able to quantum leap into the reality where you already have all of that money and sure as shit, don't you worry, honey, it is going to show up for you. So I think that's all that I have today on money mindset. Um, It's one of my favorite things to talk about with manifestation because like I said, a lot of people put money on a pedestal and they have a really difficult time figuring out how to call in the money. And I have finally mastered how to call in money. And I hope that everything that I talked about in this episode, everything I just like brain dumped on you is going to resonate with you or at least part of it resonate with you and really make a difference. And I hope that you take some of what I've said today and you implement it into your own life and you start to see that money flowing in. And if you do, shoot me a DM, be like, Hannah, I manifested X amount of money after listening to your podcast or something that you said, like really changed my mind. Like I want to know that this is helping you guys. Okay. So quite a long podcast this time, but it's because I just had so much freaking information for you guys. I love to talk about money mindset. I love to explain what it is and how money is just spiritual. It's just energy, right? So that is about it for today's episode. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate the podcast, leave a review, subscribe so that you never miss an episode when I drop one. And thank you so, so much for listening today, guys. I'll have all the information for my morning routine bundle down in the show notes along with where you can find me on my socials. So yeah, thank you so much for listening today, guys. And I will catch you all on the next one. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Quit the Shit podcast, an extension of my blog, the Quit the Shit Mindfulness Blog. If you want to learn more about manifestation and your mindset and the connection between the two, then check me out at my website at www.quittheshit-blog.com or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and on Pinterest. Now go out there and quit your shit.